Oklahoma State has their best weekend of the season for softball and baseball. I'm Matt Jordan. Welcome in to the Pokes Podcast, part of the Heartland College Sports Podcast Network. And the Oklahoma State Cowgirls win their regional tournament and are headed to the Super Regionals. And the Oklahoma State baseball team takes two of three from rival OU in Bedlam to secure a share of the regular season Big 12 title. First, let's take a week at softball. They dominated their regional, allowing just two runs over the course of their three games. And it was too much of a surprise for a lot of people around softball, including myself. Many people counted the Cowgirls out of this tournament, thought uh, that Wichita State was going to come out of this regional. But Oklahoma State returned to old form and looked like a team ready to compete for a World Series championship. Now, the reason that a lot of people that were out on this Cowgirl softball team was because they lost 11 of their last 13 games, only beating one team in that stretch, beating Texas Tech twice in their three-game series. But if you look back to the middle of April, April 16th, they started a losing skid, losing the final to Iowa State that just really messed them up through the rest of the season and losing to Kansas in the first round of the Big 12 championship. So they had lost uh, five straight games coming into the regional, the second five-game losing streak in that set of 13 games. And many people, again, including myself, did not think they would get out of the regional. They had a great showing against UMBC, winning that game in six innings, 9-0. to zero. And then the shocker, pun intended, of the, the weekend was the 6-0 shutout of Wichita State, a Wichita State team that everyone picked to get out of this regional and had beat Oklahoma State already twice on the season, 8-7 on April 4th and 3-1 on April 18th. And then... The Nebraska game on Sunday, in my opinion, was the biggest win of the weekend. They win that game 5-2. to two. They were up 1-0 late in that game when two wild pitches would allow two runs to score and let Nebraska take the lead in the fifth inning, 2-1. to one. And at that point, I was like, here we go again. This is what, unfortunately, we've seen where they just collapse late in these games. But no, they score four runs in the top of the seventh, had the bases loaded twice, score four runs, and get the 5-2 victory. Again, my, in my opinion, the biggest win of the weekend because they showed that they can battle back and they're not that team that just uh, falls apart like they had looked like they had coming in into uh, this regional tournament. So now they get set to take on Oregon. It's a three-game series if needed, but first to two. uh, They don't have to play all the three games. First to two wins. It's in Stillwater. The Cowgirls will host, taking on number 19, Oregon. Oregon made it out of their regional. They were in Fayetteville taking on Arkansas, so they've already traveled to this area and saw success. They beat Notre Dame in their matchup on Friday 5-4. to They beat Arkansas on Saturday 10-4 and then drummed Arkansas again 14-4. to So 
Oregon uh, has looked impressive coming into uh, the Super Regional as well, but they were another team that struggled at the end of the year. They had lost four straight heading in to their regional, including a three-game series loss to Utah. So both these teams had their fair share of struggles coming in, but have looked great in the regional. It'll be a fun matchup. Oklahoma State has seen Oregon once already this season. It was a long time ago. The first matchup of the season for the Cowgirls, they beat Oregon 3-0. That is was in that Puerto Vallarta College Challenge. And uh, Oregon, that was their third game of the season, uh, which dropped them to 1-2 and two on the year. But it has been a while since these two teams have faced off. Both these teams are very different. Uh, and both these teams kind of riding uh, out of cold stretches. Oregon on the season, 38-15 and 15 record. They're 14-10 in the Big Ten. And uh, they have won three in a row. And they've been good uh, on the road. 14-3 and three on the road. And Oklahoma State... Who will who is twenty one and six at home? So both those teams boasting great records in what we will see in this matchup in the Super Regional Tournament. Other teams to look at, as I believe Oklahoma State is one of the best eight teams. I think that they will win this series against Oregon. I had thought that for the majority of the season. It wasn't until the final stretch, middle of April, that I had really started to have my concerns about this Oklahoma State team in which I thought the season was going to end in a disappointment. I knew this team was talented. We'd seen it all season. The, the hitting had been great. The pitching even better. Speaking of the pitching, I want to I want to talk about the pitching real quick. In this regional matchup in those three games, UMBC, Wichita State, and Nebraska, the pitching was so good that had this team not hit like I know they're capable of, they would have still won these games. Now, the runs were scored, so it didn't matter. They scored nine against UMBC and six against Wichita State and five against Nebraska. But Maxwell, who has struggled at the end of the season, was dealing with a little bit of an injury, had that pinky injury, was really was messing with the way she was throwing the ball, goes out against UMBC, strikes out 10 in five shutout innings. Lexi Kilfoyle comes in and throws an inning of scoreless ball herself. And then you go into Saturday, and they put Kilfoyle on the mound. She goes six scoreless innings, strikes out six. They bring Kyra Acock. Acock goes an inning scoreless herself. And then Maxwell, off of one day's rest, comes back out. This is how much trust... Coach Gajewski has in Kelly Maxwell one day's rest despite the fact that she did not look good in her games against OU and in the game against Kansas. Brings her back out against Nebraska, a trip to go to the Super Regional, and she comes out and pitches another masterpiece, four and a third inning. Now, she does have two runs credited to her. She struck out seven, but those two runs came on Lexi Kilfoyle pass balls. Kilfoyle comes out two and two-thirds, inning after pitching six the day prior, goes two and two-thirds, strikes out two, and only gives up the two runs on those two wild pitches, limiting the damage after coming in for Maxwell. And then the offense really showed out in that seventh inning. Uh, Rachel Becker comes up with the bases loaded in a 
two to one game, bases loaded situation in she has never ever played transferring in from Purdue, never played in postseason softball and comes in and looks like the veteran and great hitter she's been all season. Becker comes in, hits the single up the middle, scores two runs, the two go ahead as Sokolowski and Edwards score, then Kylie Naomi comes in, reaches on a fielder's error that scores another one and then they get the good insurance on a ground out by Wark that scores Rachel Becker and lock in the 5-2 to two victory. So a team that uh, won some games impressively with pitching and then won some games with some clutch hitting uh, down the stretch against Nebraska for this trip to the Super Regional where they get to host Oregon. So this team has kind of come alive. I don't know what happened to them in that stretch starting on April 16th. It looks like it's gone. My fingers are crossed that it's gone. And in those games, outside of, of a couple of bad losses, uh, a lot of those games were close. It's not like they were getting blown out. They were competitive. They just couldn't come away with clutch victories. And that's why in that Nebraska game, I got really concerned when they got down 2-1 to one on some unfortunate defense and, and bad pitching. It's common, kind of a combination of the two. Whoever you want to blame, kill for, you want to blame the catcher. But uh, I was like, oh no, here we go again. But the offense answered in the seventh inning, and uh, we'll, we'll face Oregon now. So, I'm... My... My spirits have been lifted. You know, I kind of got down on the program a little bit. I still believed in them, but I was trying to be realistic. And you just can't bet on a team that you see lose like they had the last stretch of the season and think that they were going to perform well in the regional. But uh, what I saw in the regional is the team that I know that these cowgirls are. It's the women that go out there. I know that this is the team that we have been missing since the middle of April. The team that we saw in these beginning of the season matchups when they're beating Florida State, when they're beating teams scoring 10 runs, 12 runs, 15 runs, this is the team that I expected to see all season that I haven't seen, that I hadn't seen until this regional in a month. Now I'm seeing them again, and now I have the confidence to say, yeah, this team, outside of OU, I don't know if there's a better team left in the College World Series. Of those remaining teams, not including OU, Clemson, Stanford, Duke, Alabama, Northwestern, Texas, Tennessee, San Diego State, Utah, Louisiana, Washington, Florida State, and Georgia. We've already seen what they can do against Florida State. Now, I know some of you may be saying, well, Matt, they got swept by Texas. I get that. They did, but that was in that rough stretch. It's a completely different team, and they won't face Texas until... The World Series. So they don't have to go through Texas like they did last year. So we will see what the final eight looks like. My hope is that they're one of those final eight. Got to get past Oregon first. And it looks like they'll probably be getting set to match up with Florida if they do get past Oregon. So we'll see how that all shakes out. But uh, Florida State, another matchup with Florida State. They took two or three in their first matchup. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, but I am I am all in on this team getting to the World Series and possibly winning the whole thing. It's going to be hard. OU is going to be very hard to beat in a three-game series. Clemson will find that out. OU kind of rolled over their uh, opponents in that uh, in that matchup, taking on Hofstra, uh, Missouri, and Cal. 
So we'll see how it breaks down. But, man, I got reinvigorated for Oklahoma State softball this last weekend, and I'm excited for this Super Regional against the Ducks. Taking a look at baseball now, it is Big 12 tournament time. Oklahoma State, after taking two of three in Bedlam, and Texas doing their thing against West Virginia. Texas, Oklahoma State, West Virginia share the Big 12 championship. Those three teams had the same record, but Texas locks in the one seed, and Oklahoma State the two seed, West Virginia the three seed. So that means we'll have our fourth straight and fifth overall Bedlam game of the season in Arlington at Globe Life Field as OU and OSU will battle to move on in the Big 12 tournament. If they are to win that game, they will face the winner of West Virginia and Texas Tech. Games that they are looking forward to, I know, because they want a little revenge. West Virginia took two of three in their matchup uh, earlier in April, and then uh, Texas Tech took two of three in their matchups in the middle of March. So, both those teams, Oklahoma State, would love to get a second chance to. Texas Tech has fallen off significantly since that uh, matchup against Oklahoma State in Lubbock uh, on March 17th, 18th, and 19th. They fell all the way to the uh, the sixth seed in the uh, Big 12 tournament. The Big 12 is very good, um, but looking forward to Oklahoma State. They can get past OU, and then they get past the winner of West Virginia, Texas Tech. I think they have a really good chance. We've already seen how they played Texas uh, earlier this season. Uh, they play play a Texas team uh, when they were at home earlier this year where they took two of three from them in Stillwater. So we'll see how things shake out, but I really like uh, the way Oklahoma State looks going forward. And you got to think, they win the Big 12 tournament. They're going to host a regional. Um, we'll see how that, that shakes out, but... Uh, this team is talented enough on the offensive side to really make a deep run and shoot for the College World Series. My worry is pitching. But pitching looked pretty good in a series against OU. Now, granted, OU, not the best team. They did take one from Oklahoma State, the Friday matchup, as uh, they won that one 5-0, a rare quiet night from the bats. Actually, if we take a look here, uh, they had not been shut out. Man, going back to Dallas Baptist. They hadn't been shut out since March 28th. Shut out by OU 5-0. But they won the other two games 13-2 and 11-1. So pitching looked good. That has been a weak spot for the Cowboys this season. Pitching has been the roughest part of this team, especially from the bullpen. But they, uh, they, they can score the runs, and they can score the runs in a hurry. And OU saw that in their three-game series. Kansas saw that, or K-State, I should say, saw that in their three-game series. So look for Oklahoma State to really make a push into the playoffs. And like I said, if uh, they win the Big 12, they're going to host a regional. And uh, if they're lucky, maybe a super regional, depending on how things shake out. But you got to think, you win a couple of games, you don't even have to win the Big 12. I think if they win the Big 12, kind of getting ahead of myself a little bit. I think if they win the Big 12... They host both the regional and super regional. If they just win a couple of games, I think they can lock themselves in a, into a regional and possibly a super regional. But you want to win the Big 12 championship if you want to host both the regional and super regional and lock yourself in as one of the best teams 
in baseball. I have to think a lot of those SEC teams are going to be hosting the Super Regionals, though, just because of how good that is. But they have the hitting. They certainly have the hitting to make a push into the College World Series. So we'll see how this Bedlam matchup, uh, Bedlam Part 5 for this year. Oklahoma State currently 3-1 series lead. And uh, when they've won those games, they've done it in high fashion, 13-2, 11-1, and 19-8. So they can score some runs when they beat OU. Uh, if they score over 10, I, I'm pretty confident that they are going to beat the Sooners. And then we'll see uh, with that matchup coming up, either West Virginia Virginia or Texas Tech coming up on Thursday. So Wednesday matchup for Bedlam, first round of the Big 12 championship, and then Thursday matchup, West Virginia or Texas Tech, revenge on the horizon if they get past OU for the Cowboys. So right now the Diamond Sports look great. you got to be excited if you're an Oklahoma State fan for softball, for baseball. Uh, those those two teams have been roller coastery this season, but they look like they figured it out when it matters the most, when it's the most important time of the year, the end of season, postseason push being at your best. It does not matter. Once you get to the postseason, it doesn't matter what you did in any of the games prior. It matters how you play from here on out. The regular season sets you up for where you're going to be in the postseason, but once that postseason starts, everybody's a clean slate, and nothing matters but what you do each game past that. A lot of coaches call it going 1-0 every day. That is what is important, going 1-0 every day and trying to push for the championship. Oklahoma State baseball, talented enough on offense to really make a run. Oklahoma State softball, if they continue to be like this team we saw in the regional and the team we saw in the early season, have a chance to push for a college World Series. I'm Matt Jordan. Thanks for listening to the Pokes Podcast, part of the Heartland College Sports Podcast Network.